there was a story. There was this rabbi's daughter, and she was playing hide-and-seek with the kids in the community. And when the game started, um, she went away and hid herself really good. But the other kids, they were playing a, a cruel trick on her. As soon as she got hidden, um, they just ran away and, and left her. Eventually, when this little girl realized that she had been abandoned by her friends, uh, she ran home crying and just fell into her father's arms and said, Daddy, I was hiding and nobody tried to find me. And the rabbi just, just held his daughter close and said, Honey, God knows exactly how you feel. You know, sometimes um, I find myself wondering about how God feels about things. Um, wonder sometimes even how God feels about me. You know, there, there are powerful images of, of God revealed in the Scriptures, starting with the image of God as, as Creator, a Creator God um, intimately uh, connected um, with creation. Most images of God that are revealed in Scripture are rela relational. Um, a, a God who watches over us and, and cares for us. A God concerned about um, provision and, and protection. And when things go south in a big way, a, a God who wants to save and redeem. You know, uh, Jesus tells some stories about God. There's the, the images of God as a seeker, that, that God is like a, a merchant that's seeking fine pearls or a, a shepherd that's looking out for a sheep, a, a woman who's searching for a, a coin, and a, and a man who's uh, looking out for his son. It's, it's fascinating that um, the image that we have of God and this sense of understanding that God, who is this great mystery, uh, but what comes through time and time again, Old Testament and New Testament, is this God with a, a longing. Um, like the heart of God has this longing, and, and God's longing is for us. When, when Jesus was, was confronting some people about... Um, you know, uh, accusations and allegations about the kind of people he was hanging out with. Um, he just said to them, the Son of Man came to seek out and to save the lost. You know, in this uh, business of, of hide and seek, uh, we're usually the ones who are hiding. It's been that way from the very beginning. God is, is calling out in the, uh, the garden breeze, and, and the man and the woman are nowhere to be found. You know, Isaiah says that God wants to be found. In our text for today from Isaiah 65, God says, I was ready to be sought out by those who did not seek me. I was ready to be found, 
No, I need to start that over. I was ready to be sought out by those who did not ask, to be found by those who did not seek me. I said, here I am, here I am, to a nation that did not call on my name. I held out my hands all day long to a rebellious people, a a self-absorbed people, a pretentious people, a a, a people, uh, Isaiah says, uh, who walk in a way that is not good. And I wonder sometimes, um, why is it that we are, are so bent on staying hidden as if that were even possible when it comes to God, you know? Um, it, it's like that uh, first game of hide-and-seek. I wonder um, if we hide because we're, we're afraid too. We're afraid of, of our nakedness. We're afraid of our shame. Um, you know, when God gets close, things get real. So whatever, whatever shame we have, whatever guilt we have, um, that's out in the open, and it's painful. Um, it's painful for us, but what we come to discover is that it's also painful to God. Uh, maybe we stay in hiding because we like the way things are going. We like this, uh, this road that we're on, and we know that um, if, if God kind of breaks into the thing, um, that stuff's going to have to change, and uh, we don't want things to change. We don't want God to get involved, and so uh, we just keep hiding. The church is closed tomorrow for the holiday, um, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I've been thinking about that a lot, not just lately, but really in in the past couple of years, Um, the significance of, of, of his life. Um, and, and, and the movement and, and, and the passion that, that, that is associated with him. Uh, I, I think about our text, and, and I think about Isaiah's words, a, a people who walk in a way that is not good. I think about that a lot lately. I, I think about um, the history of the African American people. I, I think about the history of Native American people. And, and their stories are so heavy that, that sometimes it feels like it, it will crush my soul. Every year around this time, I, I always uh, um, remember my dad's story. I'm haunted by this story. Um, I was two years old. Um, My dad was serving as a pastor of three little United Methodist churches in Hot Springs, just not too far from here. And, you know, my dad is always uh, in the community, and and, um, he he was working at the community center with with a bunch of people in the community on on the evening of, of April 4th, 1968. And he says while they were working together, um, someone comes bursting into the room and, and uh, makes the announcement, the announcement that Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, had been assassinated. And, and my dad remembers feeling the, the shock of that, the, the pain of that news. Uh, but, but what pained him, um, maybe equally, 
was the reaction of the friends in the room that he was with. He said the whole room um, just, just erupted in applause and in celebration. I think about that story these days and about how something like that could even be possible. There's a, a, another story that haunts me, and, and um, this story is, is my own story. I, I was 12 years old when we moved to, to Cherokee, and, and my dad um, and mom served the, the Cherokee United Methodist Church. Um, it, was a, it was a really diverse uh, church, a diverse group of people. It was a small church. There were about, a, I don't know, 100 people on, on a Sunday. Um, obviously, the majority of, the, of those people were Cherokee, um, members of, of the Eastern Band of the Cherokee Nation. Uh, but there were uh, some, some African-American families and, um, and along with the Termans, um, some white families too. And I just remember anytime we talked about the uniqueness of that, um, somebody would always say, well, you know, before you guys got here in 1978, there, uh, there was an Asian family who joined the church, four different races in this small little church. And one year on the Christmas parade, uh, the, the Cherokee United Methodist Church float uh, up on the platform, riding in, in four tiny little chairs, were, were four children. And, and you can probably uh, guess the message that was on the banner uh, hanging on the, the side of the float or the, the song that was uh, booming over the boom box. Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world, red and yellow, black and white. Um, they are precious in His sight. So, it was a Sunday evening, uh, youth group, you know, youth group happens on, on Sunday evening. And we were all out in the, the, the front yard and, and we were playing a, a variety of games. We were scattered all over the place. And, and um, I, I don't remember what our little group was playing, uh, but I do remember that, that we needed to choose captains. And so uh, we formed a circle and we put our diverse little fists in the middle of the circle for eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Um, Y'all know that, eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Catch a tiger by the toe. If he hollers, let him go. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. And then that person's out, and, and then you re repeat it again. Well, I was the chanter. And so I took my right fist, and I started knocking uh, the fists in the circle. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Catch a... And I, and I almost said it. Like the, the, the first letter had formed on my lips. I, I almost said the N-word. I almost said eeny, meeny, miny, moe, catch the N-word by the toe. I, I caught myself in time, I think. And, and so I said, Tigger, catch a, catch a Tigger by the toe. My little 12-year-old soul was, was horrified. 
I had no idea if, if anybody noticed. I've always wondered about that. I've also always wondered, like, where did that come from? Like, it certainly didn't come from my parents. My entire existence had been in multicultural, uh, very diverse places. The majority of my friends throughout my life uh, had been non-white, people of color. It's, it's haunting to me that something can be hiding inside of me and uh, I can be, be blind to it, like that I, that I can't even see the darkness, that, that we can be held captive to these things, things that maybe cause lots of pain and, and, and even destruction, that, that we can be a part of a, of a really big systemic problem and it's hiding from us. It's, it's disturbing. Um, you know, I really believe there's a, a remedy for it though, that we, that we come out of hiding and that we let God do God's thing which is maybe something like uh, what we find in Ezekiel chapter 34. For thus says the Lord God, I myself will search for my sheep and will seek them out. As shepherds seek out their flocks when they are among their scattered sheep, so I will seek out my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places to which they have been scattered on a day of clouds and deep darkness. Ours is a God who wants to rescue us and save us and, and redeem us. Um, at, at the end of, of our text from, from Isaiah, uh, in, in verse 17, For I am about to create new heavens and a new earth, and the former things shall not be remembered or come to mind, but be glad and rejoice forever in what I am creating, for I am about to create Jerusalem as a joy and its people as a delight, and I will rejoice in Jerusalem and delight in my people. And that can give us hope that regardless of the, of the, of the, the darkness, regardless of uh, where we've been and the brokenness that we carry um, uh, in us and through us, that God can do this great thing. Uh, Luke... Um, Luke Lingle tells a, tells a story about his, uh, his daughter, uh, Annabelle. He says that his daughter, Annabelle, is like a, a hide-and-seek ninja. Like she is just genius and masterful uh, at, at her hiding places, and it's almost impossible to find her. But the seekers know that all they have to do is wait and if they wait a while, a cabinet door will creak open. Some little noises will be heard. What Luke reveals about his daughter Annabelle, um, I believe, is, is true of, of all of us. She wants to be found. Jeremiah, you know, the prophet Jeremiah in chapter 29 um, God says through the prophet, Seek me, search for me, with all of your heart. I will let you find me, says the Lord. 
God wants to be found, I pray that we will too. Amen.